Welcome to another episode of the Granite List Live, where we explore all things related to benefits and human capital. I'm Lee Dill. And I'm Sally Pace. Today, we're talking with Ty Gilmore with WorkRight and their client, Kevin Cortain with the Fortis team. Guys, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. That, well, we're really excited to share what you both are doing that is so unique in the musculoskeletal space. And Ty, I'm going to start with you. What is WorkRight? Yeah, big question. I like it. So here at WorkRight, we're an injury prevention organization, and we really specialize in that early symptom intervention space. So we're really focused on getting upstream and catching the aches and pains of musculoskeletal type symptoms before they turn into the bigger issue. And we really kind of focus in three key areas. We, we really focus around the individual, the system, and the culture. And we strongly believe that when the focus is on these aspects, you can truly generate some change within an organization. Is that for everybody, every employer out there? Who's it a good fit for? Yeah, so we work within the industrial space, and we like to call them the industrial athlete, but really it's anybody doing any kind of manual work, any kind of manual labor, and that can actually even span over into the, the workstation, somebody at a desk all day. We're going to be working with folks that can be dealing with chronic type symptoms where they've just over the years of doing a job can start to have those aches, pains, those things that are bothering them. To the acute side of things that maybe something just happened on a job site and they need to have a little consult with one of our clinicians. This is going to be geared both towards work and non-work related and that's kind of one of the things that we'd like to focus on. Within this space you can see that and research will show that non-work related items, you know, say throwing baseball with your kiddo out back over the weekend and your shoulder hurts can oftentimes become a work related issue. Now the organization, the company owns that. And so we really focus on kind of these two key areas of both work and non-work related and kind of focus on this like holistic health aspect for the individual. We call them team members, associates. Every organization has a different name for them, but essentially the vital workforce, the boots on the ground folks. And you've got some pretty fantastic clients, I know, under your belt, but one of which we brought here today, Kevin with Fortis. And so, Kevin, tell us a little bit about your company and why you brought in WorkRight as a solution. Well, thanks, Leigh. Uh, awesome to be here. So I'm with Fortis Construction. We're a general contractor. We have about 500 employees, give or take. We're in many different sectors in the, the Portland metropolitan area, including data center constructions. We also do school districts. We work with hospitals and um, we're breaking into the science and technology field as well. But basically we're building the buildings for these different industries around the West Coast. Something you might be familiar with in the construction industry is strains and strains. They are happening everywhere. doesn't matter which site you're on, it's going to happen. And what we wanted to do is we looked back on our records on this particular site that I'm on, and we found that sprains and uh, strains were the number one reason why we were sending people off-site to get help. Kind of similar to Work Right Northwest mission is we want to focus on preventative maintenance, making sure people are healthy and leave the site better than they did when they first got here. So on a daily basis, on a monthly basis, all the way until they're done with their careers, that's kind of our focus at Fortis. And we just felt that Work Right Northwest had everything we were looking for, both on like an individual level, but mostly on the cultural level. Uh, we could tell almost right away when we started meeting with them that they care about their people and they care about the people that they work with. And that meant everything to us. I love what you just said. You want people to leave the work site better than they came in. And we've had the privilege of, of watching work right work over the years. So I agree about the cultural fit. What are some of the successes you've seen? What are you proud that you've accomplished together? 
<laughs> well, I could tell you that our sprains and strains have gone down significantly. That's no longer our leading injury on site. It's now cuts and abrasions. So got that going for us. And it's only been, what has it been, four or five months, Ty, that you've been out here? Yeah, yeah, right about. So that's an amazing impact for such a short amount of time. That's a huge one as far as site-wide. I've seen a cultural shift, which is pretty cool. Different types of workers we have on this site range from pipe fitters to drywallers to, we run the whole gambit. And to see that they've touched and impacted each one of those trades from different types of trades that they're in, all the way to different age groups, different backgrounds, I thought it was going to be an impossible feat. But they made it look easy the way that they came in and took control and uh, really helped the, the gambit of the different people we have out here. To play off of where Kevin went there on this cultural aspect, so one of the big things that we focus on is both the systematic and the cultural aspect. And sometimes organizations can get really focused on the individual and they want us to come in and just focus on the people that are hurt, but really miss this bigger piece of the system that is about this cultural side and this systematic approach that says, how can we actually learn from something, right? Learn from a failure, learn from a mistake, learn from an injury and move that out into the rest of the workforce. And this job site that Kevin's on is, is massive with a lot of people. And so there's a lot of opportunity to grow. And so I'd say that's a massive success is how quickly they've adopted things. And we've got this robust library of content and material and research and data. And a lot of folks kind of shy away from that at the beginning, but Kevin and his team jumped right into that. They wanted to know how best can we learn from the info you have from past people you've worked with, but how can we learn from the stuff that's in front of us now so that we don't have somebody else get hurt from the same reason. And so that's been a huge success is this collaboration, this kind of integration between the two different groups, bringing data together and bringing information together and dispersing it across all the folks. I think that to see them adopt it so quick was refreshing because oftentimes I feel like those are barriers that we have to kind of break down and, and really you do have to earn trust over time. But with how quickly Kevin kind of jumped into it and then got his team rallied around it, I think has been a, a massive success for us. And, and one that I think that we've tried to then now look at and say, what can we learn from that entire implementation and bring it over into others? Because it was done in such a kind of a, a forward thinking format that it was just, it was really good. I, I'd call that a, a major win. One of Fortis's values, one of our core values is pioneering. And we tried to find a company that not only said they were going to do something, but showed us what they were going to do and brought in those modern technologies that are going to take us to that next level. And I will say that Workright Northwest has blown us away with what they can do. They've brought in different systems. I know they have a Jazz Systems, JAS, which measures what a construction worker is doing at any given time, measures the stress on the body, and then they take that information and analyze it, compartmentalize it, and then create stretches and exercises that are going to help that worker prevent injury to themselves. But what they can do is take that and go across the board. So if they say like a, a roofer is doing a certain task repetitively, they can assume that once they take that information, all roofers are going to need similar stretches and exercises to protect them. So a thing that's really hard to do in the construction industry is change a habit or a pattern. So we do stretch and flexes, but now we're taking this modern technology, integrating it into our stretch and flexes in the morning and reaching people on a more catered basis, not just the individual, but groups that are doing specific tasks. Thank you for that visual. I was going to back up just a little bit and think, all right, Ty's team's coming into this construction site with baskets of data. 
Walk me through when WorkRight shows up. You've got an adoption within four to five months. What is WorkRight really doing? What are they changing on your construction site? Do you have a tent set up? Do you have building? Can you give me some visuals of what it looks like for WorkRight to be on your site? Yeah, let's take a walk together on my job site. A lot of times with this kind of industry, you'll have them next to the medics, right? So they work really well with the medics we have on site. And that's where their office is located. But the thing that really makes them stand out is they have a policy where I think they're only allowed to spend 20% of their time in the office, which means they're out there in the field. They're observing people working. They're looking at what people are doing so they can ask the questions and make those connections. And that's what's made the biggest difference is they're not hiding in an office somewhere. They're out there building relationships on the job site. So they're building relationships on the job site and then coming up with stretches. Is it kind of a morning ritual, as you say, that everyone does this? Or are they learning and doing it on their own? How do you keep this adoption going? Yeah, so what we do is we have a series of trade partners from different trades and different backgrounds. They're all responsible every morning as a requirement of our site for each trade to do a stretch and flex, which is a series of different stretches and routines to get them limbered up and ready in the morning. Sometimes you get in there at 6, 5.36 in the morning, cold, you need to warm up your body, get it ready to go, right? What we've done is on a subcontractor basis, the Work Right Northwest clinician will meet up with them and go over some of the, the high impact areas of the body and they'll recreate that stretch and flex. And then not only do they help lead it a couple times, but they create like a little training metrics that has a poster with the different stretches that they need to do catered to that subcontractor's type of work. And they also train the individual that usually runs those stretch and flexes in the morning. And I would say the nice part too, like we've got a pretty expansive way to go about doing this. So we know that not everybody's got the same mode of communication, right? One trade partner, one site, one area of the department or job site might look very different. So whether that's posters, whether that's individual cards, we use QR codes and we have landing pages. So if people want to be able to look at it up on their phone, if they need to have something emailed to them, we've got little training videos. So the nice part is like with Kevin and his team is they've really kind of opened this door to say, hey, we're open to really any way that we can get this communication out, right? One of the main avenues that we have within our field as clinicians within this industrial setting is education. Education is one of the primary things that we can do for any job site, no matter what your area of expertise, whether you're in a warehouse, distribution, construction site, education, because the volumes of people is big. If you were to hit one-on-one -on -one for everybody, it would take you years and years to do this. So the idea is really, how do you create these avenues? How do you create these modes of communication where you can get out, whether it's a morning routine of a stretch and flex, or whether it's a shop talk, right? Maybe we had something on how to handle a specific tool or work at a specific station, and we have a little diagram and shop talk on how do you continue to keep yourself in a safe or lower risk position? How are we gonna get those out? And then there's this idea of managing while walking around. I remember the CEO used to say, manage by walking around. But it's, it's really true, right? The idea of our clinician just being on site. You know, we stand out because we've got these bright green shirts on. But the idea is that you coach somebody on posture, how to use a tool with correct posture. You're not around, they might stop doing it. But they see you walk through the job site, it's like all of a sudden they stand up tall. They hold the machine the right way, right? They stand at their station maybe a little bit more safely, a little lower risk. So this idea of us being out in the yard with the folks 
is really vital. Plus, we have to remember, we're experts on the body. We are nowhere near experts on any kind of tool, position, job, task. We're not an electrician. We're not a roofer. You know, we're not putting in the plumbing in these places. So it really requires both sides to have this joint partnership. We bring in this expertise and this ability to educate, and they bring in this expertise of their job. And it's crazy how more often than not, we probably walk away every day learning more than the worker on the job site did, right? Because they're, they're coaching us all the time. So um, just a couple more components to how we interact with them on a day-to-day. So Ty, we talk about culture, and Kevin, you've alluded to it and the impact it's had on your culture. And what I do love is the assured humility is what I would call it. You all are a very humble group, but you are incredibly self-assured. You have such a handful of clients that you can't even mention their names, but they're names that people would recognize no matter what age you are and what, what stage you are in life. And so that to me is a flashing sign that you are doing something right. You're working with really large organizations and you're working with mid-market couple hundred folks as well. Tell us in the musculoskeletal space, what is it that you're doing that sets you work right apart? Yeah, as we said before, right, our use of technology in this space and the ability to have a robust content library and really the utilization of data to really drive behavior patterns is definitely something that I think sets us apart. That is a nuts and bolts, tangible thing that we do. But I would kind of almost want to say, let's go like a little bit layer deeper. Like I think some of the things that set us apart is that unlike a lot of our competitors who tend to be very reactionary, we're very proactive. We are not a group that's gonna sit and wait for somebody to come to us. We want to be out in it. We want to be involved. We want to roll up our sleeves and go out onto the, whether it's into the yard or onto the floor of the warehouse or whether it's along the assembly line in an auto manufacturer. We are proactively going out and seeking out interactions. We're looking for ways to engage the workforce. So much of it is built off of trust. And and Kevin kind of led into that earlier. You've got folks that have been in these areas and in these job sites for so many years that you're really trying to change that culture piece to where there's this trust and this relationship because truly to change healthcare, if you will, it takes a big push, a big move against the norm. And the norm is this reactionary, wait till somebody gets hurt mentality. And for us, it is really about how do we get ahead of that? To do that, people have to be willing to come to you. They need to come to you when something is small and they just start to have this ache and pain, not after the tissue is so broken down that now we've got an injury, right? So often that stuff gets missed and that's that gap space that I think that we fall into really well. And that when we partner with folks like Kevin and his team, Combined, that's the whole one plus one equals three mentality. We understand that if we work together, we can get ahead of it. I would also say that we're always looking for ways to solve problems. You know, I think too often people in our field or really any organization, they can put themselves in these boxes where they say, well, this is what I do, right? I do A, B, and C, and that's it. And we understand in our space, we're injury prevention. We're clinicians that focus on musculoskeletal but we're a lot more than that. And we encourage and we build up leaders within our organization to think outside of that. How do we solve problems? And if we can partner with people like Fortis and Kevin and his team and not just be a vendor that's agreed to come in and serve in one way, shape or form, we can actually help solve much bigger problems. 
we can get ahead of things in much grander ways. I mean, we've been a part of innovating new tools and new processes that had nothing to do with our job description, but we knew that if we could kind of partner and get ahead of it, we actually are preventing this stuff downstream. So the result is actually more impactful if we get ahead of. And so I think that's something that I would say we do really well is we partner. That sets us apart is that we are constantly looking for ways to help not only serve the organization that we're contracted with, but to actually funnel into what is their goals, what are their benchmarks, what are the things that they want to see from an outcome perspective, right? You name whoever it is, you're making widgets. Our work is gonna help hopefully make more of those widgets, right? That's the goal is that what we do should impact their ability to hit benchmarks. And I think that's what makes us a true partner. And then lastly, I would say this, and again, I apologize for going long. I would say that we have a set of core values that really define where we go and how we operate. And I think that by us staying so true to that, that is that culture piece. And we live by this set of values and we call it proof. And it stands for prioritizing the person, recognize the opportunity, one vision, one team, our world, our opportunity, and fanatical about service. And we live that out in every decision we make. We put people first and foremost, no matter what. We understand that sometimes the decisions we're gonna make or the info we're gonna bring to Kevin is not the best news in the world. But we know that if we prioritize that person that's in front of us, at the end of the day, we're doing what's best for that entire job site. Recognize the opportunity. We're always looking for new ways to partner. And whether that's, like I said, doing the nuts and bolts of what we've been contracted, or if it's looking outside it, and we've brought in and collaborated with more partners than I can even mention. We've brought in other vendors and other technologies that can do it better than us, that we can partner with. We're never afraid to say, hey, there's somebody else that we think should come to the table because we know that it's gonna create a better impact in the bottom line. You know, we're always looking for a single vision. That's something that's important to us. We don't like to get scattered and, and all over the place. And so we're constantly bringing it back to this vision of really how do we put a dent in healthcare? And we truly believe that's going to be through businesses. I don't think it's going to happen through the healthcare system, though the healthcare system has a great place in its own respect. Businesses are going to be what change that. And we believe by partnering with businesses, we're going to actually impact that better. And the last one there, fanatical about service, our team is always going above and beyond. And if we're not doing that, then we're not living out who we are. I would say that's something that sets us apart is the way that we live out that core value. Yeah, I can definitely attest to that proof right there. A good story here is they've been on site for five months, right? I've gotten to know the condition pretty well. I, I think of that person as a partner and whatever we're trying to accomplish on this site. The forethought that they have on uh, getting involved is amazing. So uh, we have a client-driven initiative that we're doing. It's going to be a boot fair and a foot health fair which, you know, talking about feet isn't the most fun thing in the world, but this clinician on our site jumped to help out however they could, and they're going to be hosting a booth at this event that's going to be on our site. It's going to be in front of 1,200 people. They're going to be able to come up, ask questions about how to strengthen the ankles, how to strengthen your feet, how to take care of those parts of your bodies. I didn't even have to ask. They just jumped in and did it. So it's one of those things where it's such a relief to know that when it comes to the musculoskeletal system, they're so passionate that they will find ways to get involved. And I don't want to, you know, change the subject off of all the good things that WorkRight is doing in this space. But Kevin, are there any other, you know, things that employers should also keep top of mind on working to protect their people and also contained unnecessary work comp claims? It sounds like you love your people and the people that work for you. Tell us what else you're doing besides bringing WorkRight in. 
Yeah, so that's a good question. We talk about workers' comp claims. It's always kind of a sore subject when you talk to safety pros. We don't want to talk about it, right? But here's our thought is it's not about workers' comp claims. It's about taking care of the employee. So we would say that although we have seen a reduction in workers' comp claims in the last four to five months, um, and it could be contributed to what Work Right Northwest is doing, that's never the goal. The goal is to keep our employees safe and give them the best service that we can. And we think that Work Right Northwest is doing that for us. I would say that Work Right Northwest is part of a bigger team and they get that mentality. So uh, whether it's through Work Right Northwest that they're getting help, whether it's through our medic team, whether it's through our mental health first aiders team, we're taking that total worker health to the next level, slowly but surely, growing that, that program so people can feel that no matter what problem or issue comes up, they don't have to hide it at home. They can have a resource right here on site. That's awesome. I want to thank you both, Ty and Kevin, for coming on, sharing your stories. You've got lots of very tangible, applicable, relatable stories that you've shared that I think will really resonate with our audience. And of course, we at The Granite List are so proud to showcase WorkRight on our platform. So please visit thegranitelist.com and visit WorkRight's profile page. And thanks for joining us for another episode of The Granite List Live. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Granite List Live. Access our entire library by visiting your favorite podcast venue or subscribe on our site, thegranitelist.live.